0: Other side of midnight with Frank Murano. This is the AC report. When well, it blew up the chicken, man.
1: Philly last night and they blew up his house too down on the boardwalk they're ready for a fight gonna see what them racket boys can do now there's trouble busting in from out of state and the DA can't get Gamblin' commissioners hanging on by the skin of his teeth. Everything dies, baby, that's a fact. But maybe everything that dies, someday he comes back. Put your makeup on, fish your hair upright, and meet me tonight in Atlanta. I am today. frequently asked by listeners around the country, Frank. How do you know so much about what's going on in Atlantic City from a political perspective, from a gaming perspective, from a dining and nightlife perspective, from a beach perspective, even though you don't get there that often? What are you there once every two months, every three months? And the answer is quite simple. The answer is I tune in on almost a daily basis to Scott Chronic on uh, Talk 1400 WOND. There is nobody that knows Atlantic City better than Scott Cronick. He is the co-owner of the Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall. He is a, a distinguished and longtime journalist in Atlantic City. And he is a radio talk show host on the station. We're very privileged to be on this hour W-O-N-D, and he's kind enough to join us on the radio. Scott, it's great to talk to you again. How you been?
0: Hey, Frank. How you doing, buddy? Everything good?
1: Everything is great. Everything is great. I want to pick your brain on a lot of stuff. Let me begin with the fact that in uh, 10 or 11 days, um, Mama Angeloni's 2, which has long been for almost a half a century, considered one of the best Italian restaurants in all of Atlantic City, is Uh, is closing up shop, how are you feeling about this place uh, ending its run as an Atlantic City institution? And what would you say this place's legacy
0: is? You know, I, I, Frank, I grew up uh, in Scranton and, and, you know, uh, Scranton area is full of places like Angeloni's. But, you know, this area unfortunately isn't. So we're really losing one of those true legendary Italian old school places, you know, that um, you know, with with the wood paneling and the and the, and the bar that hasn't been uh, updated in 50 years. And, and really, they care more about the food than they care about the ambiance. And the opposite is usually the case, uh, you know, in, in the restaurant world these days. So uh, we're really missing a, a, a true legendary place. And, and I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss the veal that melts in your mouth. I'm going to miss the, uh, the spicy meatballs and martini night on Thursdays. I, I'm going to miss Alan Angeloni, who is this grumpy, uh, you know, old Italian guy guy who you know makes it feel like it's uh you know you you know like you're you're in the past and it's just a real loss for Atlantic City in so many ways but you know the guy deserves it Frank he's worked so hard his whole life he's not doing it for any other reason other than he wants to retire and and God bless him you know and he doesn't want to kind of pass it on and ruin his legacy to somebody else so he's he's just closing up shop and he's doing it with dignity and uh you know there's something to be said for that so
1: uh, if people are asking why this a- institution Mama Angeloni's 2 is is closing yet it doesn't have anything to do with rent or the economy or declining interest or an up uh, or inflation and an uptick in food prices it's just due to the fact that the proprietor has had enough and he wants to hang him up
0: yeah, I interviewed him. I did a story a couple of years ago for him uh, and he, he was giving hints then, you know, when he came back from COVID, he used to do lunch every day. He stopped doing lunch, you know, and then and then he, he used to be open more days a week and then he started cutting the days down. And, you know, it, it was just uh, his brother and sister who he's partners with in the restaurant kept saying, well, you know, well, hey, man, you can't take it with you. When, when are you going to go enjoy your life? And I guess he finally gave in and said, you know what, you're right. Uh, He he just doesn't know what he's going to do, but he's going to do something.
1: All right. Well, we wish him the best of luck. And uh, I'm going to be in Atlantic City next weekend. Uh, I was finally able to get a reservation at Cafe 2825. So I'm having dinner there on on Saturday. I'm sorry I can't get to Mama Angeloni's for dinner before they close, but I may try and pop in there. For we lost a, another
0: great place. Martirano's closed on Monday. Uh legendary Steve Martirano Philly boy who came here about a decade ago. Uh he has places in Fort Lauderdale. That's a cash cow. He's opening up a place up in uh Philly's um uh, uh one of the casinos there now and uh man, I will tell you why. That was probably my, you know, one of my top 3 or 4 restaurants and and uh it, it's going to be real it's a real shame. I went there on Sunday and it was still great even though it was in its final days, so Atlantic City losing two really great Italian restaurants. Well, in a well so of, obviously uh, Martirano's
1: is, is in a very different position than Aunt Mama Angeloni's, too, in that Martirano's been around maybe 10 years, maybe even a little less. Why are, why are they closing? Is that due to business interests or due to the fact that Steve Martirano's trying to do some other things?
0: Uh, I think it's because you know Caesar's Entertainment, which took over that brand, uh, uh, is p- probably doesn't want to pay him. From what I understand, it's a seven to ten percent vig. But also, I think it's the prices of of food and 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 a, and a bunch of other things. And I think it's just cheaper to go in and put somebody in that they don't have to pay that uh 7 to 10% Vigon, on mm. and, uh, and and they're bringing in a restaurant called the Strada which they have uh, out in Reno Vegas and and I'm sure it's an easier deal for them and I was really surprised uh Frank you know the dishes at Marteranos were outrageous they were charging $30 for a cheese steak they were charging uh $95 for a New York strip there so their prices got really out of hand and I think the I think the price I think the money they had to pay him was part of it so I think they just decided to get out
1: yeah, you know, I've been to La Strada in Nevada, and you know, I, I found the food pretty good. I, I found the food at Martorano's really good, but yeah. um, you know, let, you know, last couple of times I was at Martorano's, it was not the the best experience ever. I mean, it, it, it sort of becomes a nightclub at, at a certain point, and. I don't know. I, honestly, the service there, the last couple of times that I was there, wasn't the best. So I, I, you know, I feel bad for Martirano's closing because I know that a lot of fans and I did enjoy the homemade mozzarella. But, you know, I am going to l- dine at La with an open mind and uh, and an open tongue. Uh, that, that's, that's for
0: sure. Me hey, and you both. Me and you both. Y-
1: you were the guy, and if people are just sitting here, we're talking with Scott Cronick. He uh, does Zone talk show every afternoon on Talk 1400 w one d in Atlantic City. Um, you were the guy that sort of seemed to broker a radio summit between two guys that were at loggerheads with one another the mayor of Atlantic City, Marty Small, and who's a Democrat, and the Republican state senator representing Atlantic County, Vince Palestina. Uh, how, how were you able to pull that off, getting them both on the air and getting them uh, to both work in favor of the direction of bettering Atlantic City? It seemed like an, uh, an undoable task, and yet you pulled it <laughs> off.
0: Well, I just uh, nagged them for about a year, and, uh, you know, both of them are my friends, and both of them uh, I respect a great deal. And I think that deep down, uh, each of them wanted to work with each other, but um, Marty, uh, uh, and Vince admitted it, he did, And but Marty on the outside was very stubborn and wants to come across as uh, saying that, you know, uh, he's right and he dug in his heels. So I basically had a beat on Marty for a long time. I said, hey, it's ridiculous that you aren't talking to the state's Senator, uh, you want you want to do what's best for Atlantic City, but yet you're not going to talk to the to our highest ranking official from our district. It doesn't make any sense. So I think that after I just pounded him for a while, he finally gave in. And uh, he, if you, if you listen to my show and you can listen to it on uh, in a podcast form on wondradio.com, uh, but you'll see how Marty just wanted to basically get out all of the stuff that was on his chest. He really wanted to say, "Hey, you did this to me, and the Republicans did this to me," and and. and and once he got that off his chest, he was able to say, OK, now we can move forward. But until he heard explanations and until he heard why those things were happening, he really couldn't let it go. And and he, and he took about an hour and a half of my show to get out all those things. Wow. And then the half hour uh, of the show was to work things out for the future. But he really, really wanted to say, hey, I was wronged and this is going to make it right. And, uh, and, and I think Vince did that. And uh, they met. Yesterday, I don't know how that meeting went, but they 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 had a private meeting yesterday at City Hall because of that radio show, and they are going to move forward and do things together. So we'll see how it works. Well,
1: that's great. Hats off to you for getting that done. We're talking with Scott Kronick. um You are, in addition to your media bona fides, in addition to your role as the co-proprietor of the Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall, you are now the co-executive director of the MBCA. What's the
0: MBCA? So that's the uh, Metropolitan Business and Citizens Association. It started over 30 years ago by two very well-known people, Gary Hill and John Schultz, who are just uh, super powerhouses in the city. They own a ton of real estate. They were big club owners back in the day, and they wanted to start this thing about 30 years ago to kind of help businesses and to uh, do things for the city. And over the 30 years, it kind of lost lost its focus, and it started to be more of like a community scholarship, uh, you know, nonprofit. And... When they came to me because Gary and John want to retire, things are more in Florida, you know, I said to them, I'd be happy to take it over, but two things. One, I thought Gary should really stay involved and serve with me as co-executive director because of all of his contacts, and I thought that was important. But two, I said, we got to go back to the original mission, and we're going to do things that are going to help Atlantic City. We're going to help beautify it again. We're going to help do things like planters and trees on the streets. We're going to maybe bring Christmas lights back. We're going to do special projects. Ah, uh, to make Atlantic City a uh, you know a nicer and beautiful place, and that's a mission for my next chapter that I thought I could uh, you know wrap my head around, and I started on Tuesday, and I'm really excited. Well, wow, uh,
1: that is terrific. Uh, obviously, this week is 420. Not only April 20th, but 420 as a time and as sort of a symbol has sort of become an international symbol of marijuana, and Atlantic City is diving. Head first into the recreational cannabis game. I can tell you, even before things became official, last couple of times that I've been there, when I've walked the boardwalk, you're kind of nailed in the face with the I consider the stench. Other people may have a more favorable um, description of it. Uh, the stench of marijuana smoke, but. Now they announced the first recreational licensed facility for recreational marijuana. What is going on in Atlantic City when it comes to marijuana these days, Scott?
0: So you're right, Frank, and it's a stench, in my opinion, too. And and again, I'm not against it, but it it does infringe on your your basic air rights, just like smoking did, you know, uh, back before they started banning that. And it, it, it's it's uh, I'm a little nervous about it, Frank, because last time I was in Vegas, uh, you know, there were more signs for marijuana than there were for say, you know, a Cirque show, you know, and 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 there were more stores that offered marijuana, and everyone smoked it, and there and you couldn't escape it, you couldn't escape that smell. And I'm matter where you went and I and I and I'm a little nervous that Atlantic City becomes that But today, in honor of 420, uh, the mayor signed into legislation to allow the first cannabis business to open recreationally. It's called MPX New Jersey. Uh, They already had a small uh, medicinal place, which is right on the Orange Loop, right on uh, New York Avenue. Uh, They are now building a bigger place that's right on the other side of that building. You can actually see it from the beer hall on the Orange Loop, and it's going to be quite a big place, very similar to those Vegas stores that I told you about, Uh, but they opened today officially uh they're going to be a a recreational license for the first time in atlantic city uh there have been other recreational ones uh outside of the city but this is the first one inside the city Uh, and it's literally across the street from a giant 420 fest that's happening today uh in the uh, orange loop amphitheater so it's uh it's quite a a marijuana place to be for 420 no doubt about it
1: all right, Scott, we're going to have to end it there. I'm going to be at uh, Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall uh, next Friday. Hopefully some of our listeners will come down, too. I'm going to go down there with some some friends and uh, my wife. My, my mom is coming down to uh, watch our son, so uh, she's going to be with me as well. Hopefully I'll see you next Friday at the Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall, Scott.
0: I might be headed to Scranton, but if not, Frank, I will see you there, buddy. I
1: hope so. Check out Scott Chronic on uh, Talk 1400 O N D every 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, Monday through Friday. You want to comment on any portion of our conversation, you're certainly welcome to. 800-848-9222. That's 800-848-9222. Straight ahead.
0: The Other Side of midnight. midnight.